Welcome to Patient Stories. My name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and these are tales of some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. One thing at a time. Jenna had a baseball cap pulled down over her eyes and dark glasses, and was sitting next to another woman, later on determined to be her mother, when I first walked into the clinic room to see her. She was young, and although I estimated her age to be less than 20, she was actually 24. After introducing myself, her mother began to talk about her symptoms, and Jenna grew visibly annoyed, where I could hear the sighing with specific details of her migraine headaches, as well as descriptions of eye symptoms, which I could see resulted in the rolling of her eyes and head, despite wearing of the dark sunglasses. I stopped the patient's mother and asked the patient to describe what she was doing seeing me, since I'd like to hear it from her. The patient quipped, You'll get it from her. She won't let me talk until she's had her say. I reiterated that I'd like to give her the opportunity to give me the history, since after all, it was her appointment. As noted, Jenna told me she had migraines. She'd had them since she was a child and had actually seen a pediatric neurologist in San Francisco in the past. But her main issue was she had very brittle insulin-dependent diabetes and had been managed by doctors over in the Bay Area initially. But when the family moved, she transferred her care to a local primary care physician in town. She had been treated with some of the standard medications for headaches, and while somewhat controlled, her headaches had a direct relationship with the control of her diabetes. I've been to the ER a lot, at least once a month, the patient noted casually. Her mother added quickly, and that's when you're not drinking. It's more when you're drinking. The patient rolled her eyes again, loudly sighed, and noted, whatever, at least I'm working. You just sit around the house. I asked the patient where she worked, and she noted that she was a cashier at one of the big box stores in town. They panic when I have a low-sugar episode, said the patient, with the same dismissive demeanor. But they can't get rid of me, since that's discrimination. But I do hate it when I kind of wake up in the ER. Such a pain. Jenna then related that her migraines got worse after a hypoglycemic event. Yeah, I can pretty much guarantee that I will have a migraine after being in the ER, the patient noted. But I take my Imitrex, go to sleep, and I'm okay the next day. When I asked for the frequency of these headaches, she noted, I told you, after my low sugars, so maybe once or twice a month. Again, the patient's mother spoke up. It's been every weekend in the past couple of months. It's me and Joe, that's her boyfriend. We end up having to take you to the ER. And it's after you binge and then take some medications. At that point, I was about to try to calm the situation down when the patient just replied, and so what? It takes the edge off. You don't have the sugars. You don't have the headaches. You don't have a job. I deserve it. In response, the mother noted, well, you live in my house, so my rules. The interplay between the patient and her mother was obviously more deep-seated, 
and I tried to address the migraines, at least initially. Well, perhaps we could decrease the migraines with better control of your diabetes. Would you like to see one of the endocrinologists here? I asked the patient. Her reply was somewhat curt and continued in a more angry vein. Are you kidding? I see so many doctors now, and all they do is talk at me, like here, over there, etc. Better to drink occasionally and not have to deal with it. I asked the patient how much she was drinking, and they actually actually surprised me. A couple of beers a night on the weekends, she noted dismissively. I half expected the patient's mother to disagree, but looking up, she just nodded. That wasn't very much, given her brittle state, though clearly it was enough to cause symptoms. Well, Jenna, would you like to see our diabetes educator? She's really good at working with people to help them look at foods and habits and suggesting things that could help you. And she doesn't talk at you, but works with you. And she's not a doctor, I added, trying to bring a less threatening aspect to our educator. The patient thought for a moment, taking off her glasses. Her eyes were slightly red, and she squinted, even in the low-level light of the room. Sure, I can do that, she said more quietly than before. Great, I nodded, feeling a sense of at least small accomplishment, given the clear disillusionment with the patient with physicians, as noted earlier. We then were able to get an examination done, which was fortunately unremarkable. After the patient returned to her chair, I asked about the anxiety the patient was feeling, particularly noted from the statement she had made about being on the edge. I'm 24. I never know when I'm going to find myself in the hospital. It's always been that way. I'm not anxious. I'm stressed and nagged all the time. She almost spit out those last words. I gently asked that I could refer her to our psychiatry service to tuck out some of these problems and perhaps get some approaches to address these issues. Hey, back in San Fran, we had this woman. Don't know if she was a doctor, but we got to talk to her about having diabetes, how to deal with it, you know, when kids get cruel, when someone's different. It was really great. But then we had to move here. I quickly noted that I would get her into our psych service in order to address some of the coping mechanism concerns. I acknowledged that having a chronic disease diagnosed at such a young age had to be challenging. And as I noted to her, everyone always needs help dealing with issues, particularly ones like these. I kept Jenna on her medications for migraine, which really weren't an issue, but arranged for her to see our diabetes educator and the psychiatry service. In actuality, I only saw the patient one more time about six months later. She'd been going regularly to both services, and I saw in the notes from both the educator and resident in psychiatry who'd seen the patient a key fact that I'd missed when I saw her, that her father had also a diagnosis of insulin-dependent diabetes and had died when Jenna was in her teens after a bout of diabetic ketoacidosis. So the only thing I had done to benefit the patient was to refer her to people who could help her better than me. After all, she was already on a medication for her headaches that I just continued. I had 
clearly been more focused on her headaches and her diabetes than Jenna as a person who had baggage like the rest of us. I was viewing her as a diagnosis and a problem that needed to be solved rather than the patient in front of me. At the last visit with me, Jenna was alone. Karen, you know, the diabetes educator, she really does work with you, not just talk at you. I like her a lot. And we're about the same age, so we relate, you know, said Jenna, this time without the ball cap nor the glasses. I asked about psychiatry, and Jenna noted, Dr. Quern, he's okay, doesn't say a lot, doesn't think I'm depressed, although he says maybe I should be, but I get what my mom is saying. No medications, though. We just talk. It's all good. The patient clearly was less aggravated than the first time we'd met, and she noted that the number of attacks had decreased with a decrease in her alcohol consumption, now limited to one beer on Fridays and Saturdays over the past month or so. And the headaches? Haven't really had any one in about six weeks, noted the patient, again, somewhat dismissively. I don't really think I paid attention to them. It's really just the diabetes that I have to concentrate on. I told the patient that she probably didn't need to come back to see me since she was under control and that we could tie a lot of this back to the diabetes. Yeah, the diabetes. Just one thing at a time, right? One thing at a time. To which I could only nod in agreement. Thank you for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.